It's well known that we always read Parsha Bamidbar before Shavuos. And since every Parsha is connected to the time in which it is being read, so Bamidbar in the time before Shavuos, is moving on the Shaykhs from Parsha Bamidbar to Shavuos, we understand. The, that there is a connection between Parsha Bamidbar and Shavuos and is Be'iker in the Inyan HaAchana Far The connection that exists between Bamidbar and Shavuos is for, primarily for the time before Shavuos, the preparation for Matan Teireh. Parsha whereas Parsha Nosei was read by the Nochatzeres, which is generally read after Shavuos, only in very select kind of uh, situations is it read. Does it come out that it's read before Shavuos? But primarily it's read after Shavuos. So Parsha Nosei has more connection to the time of Matan Torah itself or the time after Matan Torah because it's read after Matan Torah. Hanal is noch mer mudgish in the kvies from Shonazu. And that, this idea is more emphasized in the year that that was, that this sikha was published. Then Shabbos Parsha Bamidbar is chal b'bei sivun. On that year, in that year, Shabbos Parsha Bamidbar fell out on b'bei sivun. Vas in dem tog is omal emoshul akachom l'tayra. On that day, the second of sivun, Moshe Rabbeinu began to prepare them, to sanctify them towards the Torah, towards the receiving of the Torah. Or, as the Rebbe writes, on began to engage them into the preparations for Matan Torah. They arrived at Har Sinai on Rishchidosh Sivan. And the next day, Moshe began to different messages from Hashem and so on that went on until Matan Torah. And since every year on Shavuos, the time of the Matan Torah, the Eibishter once again gives us the Torah. And we receive it, he gives it in a, even a higher, in a higher way, in a greater way than the year earlier. Because every year things go up. Is moving as far there, Kabbalah Sater Bachagashvuas, from them and Yedinyar. So it's understood that in the Kabbalah Sater of Shvuas, of this, as well as every year, we must make the same preparations as were made before the, the original Matan Torah. So the Hachanas also are repeated yearly and in, a, in even a greater level than the year before. And this is actually brought out in halacha as well as that for this reason, because the Yidin are, are already in the mode of Matan Torah from Beis Sivan, therefore the meaning is not to fast during those eight days from Rishchidosh Sivan till after Shavuos and including Yisrochad. Based. So, 
to understand the connection between Parshaba Midbar and this preparation which begins on Beis Sivan. Yes, Lahagdem the beer in the Ibn the Mantalacha Bloshan Fanalton Rebim. We have first have to explain the the above mentioned halacha as the Alter Rebbe brings it. The Noigim Bimdinus Elu, he says, it's our custom in these countries, not to fast and not to say Tachnun from Rishchedus even until the eighth through the eighth day. Ba'ad Bachlal, including the eighth day. Because right after Rishchidosh, Moshe began to engage them in the matter of Kabbalah Because on Monday of that year was Rishchidosh Sivan. And on the on Tuesday, which is Beis Sivan, he said to them, "You will be for me a kingdom of Kayanim, etc." Over a V on Wednesday, Omalem Mitzvah Hagbala. Uh, on Wednesday, he said to them the mitzvah that they shouldn't approach Har Sinai. And on Thursday, he said to them mitzvah prisha that they should separate from their wives. That that day and the next day they should uh, separate from their wives. And be ready for the third day, which is Shabbos, which was the day of Matan Torah. So that's what the Alter Rebbe says. is nishmuvan. So we have to understand about this. Number one, Favos Brinkman called their Alter Rebbe. Why is it Why including the Alter Rebbe? Why do the, uh, the in Shulchan Aruch and so on? Why do they quote the Raya, the proof for as Hitzchol Moshel Isasik Imoim Beinik Kabbalas Atayra? Why does the the proof that Moshe Rabbeinu began to engage them in the matter of Kabbalas Atayra? Where do they bring it from? From Pasuk, that you shall be for me a kingdom of Kayanim, which is what Moshe Rabbeinu said to them. But why choose that Pasuk? When it's also true that on that same Tuesday, on there were many, he said many things as a preparation to Matan Torah. Beginning from earlier, uh, an earlier Pasuk, uh, this is what you should say. You saw the great miracles and so on. So already from earlier psukim we see Moshe Rabbeinu starting to prepare them for Matan Torah. And even if you want to answer, as I will bring an araya from the Mayvishnes Diba Benigedim Hayva Ba'asid that the Alter Rebbe wants to bring proof from spe- speaking about the present and the future rather than the past in, the, in that Pasuk, the earlier Pasuk talks about you saw in the past what Hashem did for you so he wants to start, the Alter Rebbe wants to bring the proof from you will in the future be Mamlechas Kainen but we find also earlier talking about the future before the the one that the Alter Rebbe quotes, you shall be a kingdom of Kainim. What is that pasuk? You will be to me a outstanding, special from amongst all the nations, because I, the whole world, belongs to me, and you will be special. So that is already also talking about the future. So why leave out that pasuk and go to Mamlechas uh, Kainim? A second question, Nachmer, even more so. 
when we look at what is the meaning of Mamleches Kayanim, we find two interpretations to mean to the meaning of a kingdom of Kayanim. Number one, the Ramban Taich, the Ramban explains it as being the Tiu Mamleches Mishorasai, you will be a kingdom of people that serve me, that Kayanim in the context of serving Hashem. Kadosh Ledovka Bekela Kadosh, you will be sanctified, holy, to be connected to the Holy Hashem. Alderach Vidamechilta, similar to what the Mechilta says about this, that Ruyim Hoyakol Yisrael Lechel Bekachim, that all Yidim were actually befitting to be able to eat Kachim. The Balaturim goes even one step further, Kayanim Gedailim, that all the Yidim were actually befitting to be Kayanim Gedailim. So, in other words, that Mamlechas Kayanim in the context of Kayanim, serving Hashem. A second interpretation is Rashi Taicht, Sarim, you will be leaders, masters. That's how Rashi explains the word Kayanim. But it would seem that we can understand according to the first interpretation as Mamlechas Kayanim meant, as of Elzain Kayanim Mamish Mishasi Hashem, that they will be Kayanim serving Hashem. Is moving that does is Fabunimik of We understand the connection between that and engaging in preparing for Matan Torah. So Zayin Ibegigem, that uh, he was telling them that they should be dedicated, to Zayin Mesharas Hashem Doch Torah Mitzvahs, that they will be serving Hashem through Torah Mitzvahs. That's the connection between Mamlechas Kainim and Matan Torah. Of a late Pirush Rashi, but the way Rashi explains it, as Vos Main Sarim, that what does Sarim mean in this case? Vos, uh, that, that it means Sarim, sorry, what does Kainim mean? It means Sarim. What's the connection between being an important person, a master, and and Matan Torah and Kabbalah Torah? A third question: Noch Mamleches Kainim is the pasuk Mamshir v'Goy Kadosh v'Atem Tiu Li Mamleches Kainim v'Goy Kadosh in a holy nation. The Alter Rebbe is Nishmaitik Deverte. The Alter Rebbe doesn't quote that second; those two words following Goy Kadosh. And number two is Abba Meramazev Zei mit Vegeimer. But he does allude to them because he writes Vegeimer. In other words, look at the rest of the Pasuk. So why does he not quote it but allude to it? Gimel, the Eshlemet Vivacholzeh. So we can say that the explanation of this is Abahagdim by first explaining this. Lachayr is Nishmuvan. There seems to be a question. Favos learned Nishrashi der Taich from Bart Kainin Kipshutai. Why doesn't Rashi interpret the word Kayinim here in its literal meaning. Kayinim means a Kayin, a, serv- a servant of Hashem. Rashi especially that Rashi himself said earlier in Afridike Parsha that Kol Loshin Kayin, any mention of the word Kayin, Mishodos Lelukusu, means one who serves Hashem. So Rashi already told us that the word Kayin means to serve Hashem. And and even over here, the way he explains it here, as a pirush is a chiddush, he himself recognizes that interpreting the word kainim as sarim is something new and novel. How do we know that? From them was a because he feels the need to prove to show support for the idea that it means sarim, as a smeint nishma sarim nor sarim. That it means not the servants of Hashem, but sarim. And he brings the proof 
As you would say, the sons of David were Kayanim. It doesn't mean they were Kayanim, they weren't Kayanim. They were princes. That's what, uh, so he brings a, a proof, support for the fact that Kayanim could mean princes. So in other words, Rashi himself recognizes that this is not the regular understanding of the word Kayanim. So then why does he interpret it that way and not in the literal sense? And the answer is, Demelt is Nishvashtandik, because if he were to say that Mamlechus Kayanim means literally Kayanim, then we would be left with the question, Vastut of the Pasig Medem Vaser is Mamshuk Maisiv Gay Kaddish. Then what is meant by the word Gay Kaddish? Because Kayanim, Akayim Mesharasulukus, Zidach Taichne Kedusha. Because if you're talking about Vatam Tiuli Mamlechus Kayanim, Kayanim already means Gay Kedusha. Havdola being separated from the rest of the people, that he separated out Aaron to sanctify him, who were born of him and his son. So we see that even in the in regards to Kayanim, it's already mentioned that it's Kadesh, Lagdishai. So then if you already said Kayanim, what is the meaning of Goy Kadesh? What does that add? So therefore, Fendembos, the Pasik is Maitsiba Goy Kadesh. And therefore, because the Pasuk adds the word Goy Kaddish, is moving on Mamlechus Kainim Da, that Nishgemein the Inyafu Kedusha Avdala. So therefore, Mamlechus Kainim can't mean Kedusha Avdala because that's what is coming to be told with Goy Kaddish. So then Mamlechus Kainim must mean something else. The Riba learned Rashi as the Taich from Mamlechus Kainim Da. Therefore, Rashi says that Mablachas Kainim in this particular case is Nizhvidoloshin Kunavet Gitashka Rogil is not what Kahuna generally means, nor Sarim, but it must mean leaders or princes, uh, masters. Lufi says the Seda from the Dry Milus and the Psukim Zula Milam Azud. Now that we understand this, so these three Psukim, Visam Liskula, Batam Tiuli Mamlechas Kainim, and then Gai Kodesh cover three levels, one above the other. The Yisim Liskulim Kol Amim is das was Eden Zainan an Oitzachavit. The word Yisim Liskulim, you will be chosen to me from all the nations, that says that the Yidin are a dear and treasured people to Hashem. Abgetel from Shara Umma is different than all the other nations. That's Skulim. The Noach is a Maisib. Then he adds, as Nish nor Zainaz a Skulum Kolam, and not only are they treasured and beloved, nor Zainaz Sarim, but that he has made them into princes and leaders, masters of Sarim Hershen of Firinamidavidina, that the Sarim, they lead, they run the country. Midamarum, they, they conduct, they, they take care, they make sure they run what's going on around them. Well, the Noach is the Yisaf, and then comes an even higher level, the Goy Kaddish, as Yidin said in Gansom, that the Yidin are completely removed from anything earthly and worldly. From them, Gansom Arum, they are removed from everything around them, from the world around them, from Kolin Yoni Ha'olam, a Goy Kaddish, so maybe a nation which is sanctified and separated unto Hashem, similar to what the Kainim do, that they are dedicated to the service of Hashem, they have nothing to do with anything else, they didn't have any land, and so on. So we're talking about three levels, chosen and beloved by Hashem, masters and princes, and then they're completely separated from earthly matters.
Dalit. What are these three, three things? A, a deeper understanding of it, and how does it translate to how a yid serves Hashem? Regarding alam first and foremost is the Yidin Abchira. It starts with the fact that Hashem has chosen the Yidin. That Hashem chose the Yidin as His people. And it's well known that the real meaning of choosing something is completely by the choice of the one making the choice. It doesn't in any way stem, originate from the one that is being chosen. In other words, there's nothing about the one being chosen that would lead the chooser to choose this. It's not anything about the one being chosen, a special quality about them, that causes, that compels the chooser to choose this. Because then it wouldn't be called a choice, then it's uh, sort of, then it's compelling. Then you're not choosing, then you are forced to choose that. That's not called a choice, as is well known on this matter. Das was the Eibushter is beicher the Eden is verbunden mit Madrege, wo es is kichshecha kaira. The fact that Hashem chooses the Eden, because the Eden are on a higher level than the Goyim, they have an Hashama, so they there is by definition a, a special quality to the Eden. So what does it mean that Hashem chooses them without any quality that they possess? Because the choice comes from a place in Hashem where to, over there darkness and light is one and the same. There's nothing about the Yidin being better that would cause him to choose them. Because over there he doesn't recognize better or worse. So the choice comes from a place where there is no difference. He doesn't recognize the difference between a Yid and a Goy. And still makes the choice of a Yid. comes from that place where there is no difference between darkness and light. Especially in the way that Hashem is going to relate to the, to the person, to the thing that is in the place of darkness or light. And it comes in even higher than that. The The difference that does in fact exist between a Yid and a Goy is not the reason that Hashem chooses, or not the main reason why Hashem chooses the Yidin over the Goyim. Over Loshan Rashi, and as the way Rashi puts it, on this Pasik of recently school, of Timru, you should not say Atam Levatchem Shali that you're the only choice that I can make. Don't think that you're the only ones that exist that I can only choose you. There is no other choice that I could have made. Nor Metzad Bechirasi is Baruch. It's only because I decided to choose you. Only because I decided so, says Hashem. The Goyim are to me nothing. And your my love for you is recognized. So in other words, Rashi explains this concept of Bechira, not because Hashem couldn't choose anything else, He could, but He chose the Yid. That's one level. Then comes the level of where the Yid serve Hashem. Which is generally divided into two different ways. Number one, the way a Yid serves Hashem in his personal matters, not in mitzvah specifically, but in his own personal matters, a yid does them 
for the sake of Hashem, or even on a higher level, in an oifim from Becholder Chachadeyu, that in every way I know Hashem, as the Rebbe in other sikhs explains the difference between Hashem Shemayim and Becholder Chachadeyu. In any case, these are things which are in the realm of personal. Um, um, personal life, and so on. The second level is the the way a yid serves Hashem in holy areas, which is the study of Torah and that's the difference between talking about Kayanim, the ones, the servants of Hashem, as the normal exp- uh, meaning of Kayanim is. Or in the words that the Pasuk here uses, which is, or at least the way Rashi explains it, Goy Kaddish, a holy people, dealing with holy matters. And the way the word Mamlechus Kainim, which Rashi explains as Sarim, so over there we're talking about dealing with mundane, regular life. The Avaidin in Yonik the service of Hashem in, in holy matters, learning Torah, Kimam, it says, is in a neifen as men is oizgetom fuchel, from velt, is in a way, is accomplished in a way that a person removes himself from the mundaneness of the world. Vaz das is bedugmas habaydes hakeinim, which can be compared to the service of kainim lamed lefnei Hashem l'sharsai, as the Pasuk says, they stand before Hashem to serve Him. They're in the presence of Hashem, in the presence of holiness, removed from the rest of the world. Completely separated from worldly matters. Hashem is His inheritance. He doesn't have any other occupation in the world. They're very... Uh, their very essence, their very person is Lamid Lufne Hashem Lusharsai is only dedicated to serve Hashem. Vasmitsadem Verin Eden Angarufan Kaikadish. And it's for this reason, in that kind of Aveda, the Yidna called a holy nation. They are my servants, Hashem's servants, and a holy nation, Ladovka Bekel Kadesh, to cleave to and attach themselves to a holy Hashem, Durch Tayra Mitzvah through their Aveda of Tayra Mitzvah. And that's one level. When we talk about the Aveda of a Yid in personal matters, in that everything that I do is Lushem Shemayim and Bechol Dorchechodeyu, the Baldazayna Masecha Sholcha and Dorchecha Sholcha, since they are your Masecha, your um, activities, your um, ways, so it's your personal life. They are not things of holiness, but things of my personal life. But I do them in service of Hashem. And that they call in the way Kainim, as Rashi explains it, Sarim, masters of the world. That's what it's referring to. Which indicates a mastery over worldly matters. So it's describing the Avaida of Ayid and mastering the world in his own personal life, not in Avaida of Torah Mitzvahs necessarily, but Mela and therefore the way Ayid is connected to the world, not as Goy Kaddish, which is removed from the world like Kayanim, but as masters of the world with a connection to the world.
Diavaida, this kind of Avaida, Ifana, its way of uh, being practiced is Nizdur Zain Oizgitam from Welt. It's not by removing yourself from the world, nor be ikitsu shoilitzain un omfirimitinyonailam, but rather for the most part to master the world and run the things of the world, to use things which are uh, neutral things in the world for the also for the service of Hashem. Biz the until they too express godliness, the Eyu, in other words in all of your ways, know Hashem, you bring them to recognize Hashem, as vert, in you elevate them and refine them, biz until they too can become sanctified, meaning they become a receptacle, a channel through which godliness is promoted. Hey, this is this in this is in broad strokes, Explaining the three different levels, the pratis. But when you will look even closer, is Even in mitzvahs itself, there are two different approaches which can be described in this same way. Number one is a learn Torah and is makai mitzvah A yid learns Torah and fulfills mitzvahs for the purpose of being one with Hashem, becoming one with Hashem. And since as the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, it's impossible to become truly one with Hashem, ki'im bekiim ramach pekudim, only through the fulfillment of the 248th, the positive mitzvah shem ramach evarim namalka kaviyachol, which are the 248, so to speak, um, organs of Hashem. Thus, hey, so I limit that Torah v'kiim ha-mitzvah, it's liv zayim mishoros Hashem, which means he learns Torah for the purpose of being one with Hashem. Another way of saying, he wants to serve Hashem, he wants to become one with Hashem. Veren Kaddish removed from Welt, so that he, he becomes removed from the world. Gai Kaddish, who wants to be a sanctified nation, a sanctified person, he wants to be one with Hashem, and that's the purpose of learning Torah, doing mitzvahs. Another way of uh, learning Torah and doing mitzvahs is the Eisegat Torah, Vikima Mitzvahs, is Bechdei Poyol Zayn, Oiv Gufe Benefesh Vaham, is Bechalke Baolam. Another purpose of learning Torah and, and, and doing mitzvahs is in order to refine yourself, your own body, in order to refine your Nefesh Bahamas, and in order to refine the world around you. To make for the world into a place for Hashem. So in other words, even in Torah mitzvahs you can have that same difference Goy Kodesh, either to become one with Hashem or to make an impact on the world. Based on this, we can explain the inner dimension of this Rashi. Why Rashi interprets the word Kainim as Sarim in this case, and not as it is in all other places, that it means literally the servants of Hashem. What is the explanation? The Gemara Zot in the Sugi for Matan Torah. The Gemara tells us when talking about the story of Matan Torah, B'shal Shalom Moshe Lamarim. When Moshe went up into the heavens, Amr Malaych Hashem Snekaz Baruch The angels said to us before Hashem, Rebbeinu Shalolim, Master of the World, Mali Yilud Isha Benenu. What's this human being doing amongst us? What's he doing up here? Amalehem. So Hashem says, Lekabel Torah. He came to receive the Torah. 
Amr al-Fanov, so they said before him, Chem de Gnuza, you have this treasured, hidden treasure, Atem Avakish, Litten Lubos of Adam, you want to give it to the human beings? What is a human that you should even bring him up? Why should you even mention him as a candidate for that? Leave your beauty, your your pretoria here up in here in heaven. Give them a response, answer their question. Amru Amar so he said, Moshe Rabbeinu answered the Beinu this Torah that you are about to give me, what does it say in the Torah? I am Hashem that took you out of Mitzrayim. So he said to the angels, You were in Mitzrayim? You were slaves to Torah? Why, why should you get the Torah? Shuv Maxiba, then he went on. What else does it say? Um, you shouldn't have any other gods. Do you live amongst other nations that serve other gods that you have to be told that you should have no other gods? You don't it doesn't pertain to you. And so on, he also gave them answers about all the other of the Aseris Adibris, you shouldn't work on Shabbos. Do you do work any other time other than Shabbos? Maso matniyash v'neichem. Do you have business that you have to be told not to steal? Of aim yeshlochem. Do you have uh, parents that you have to respect? Kineyash v'neichem. Do you have jealousy amongst you? Yetzahara yesh v'neichem. Do you have a yetzahara that needs to, that you need to defeat in order to fulfill these mitzvahs? Of course not. Miyad hoidulek lagashbaruchu. So the angels um, admitted that the Torah belongs down here amongst the humans. From them is fashtandig, so from this we understand, as the mechuvan from the sinas ha-Torah ba-mitzvahs, that the purpose, the ultimate purpose of Hashem giving the Torah mitzvahs is nish b'loiz ha-zidn z'lonzayin ab-kizundet is not only for the purpose that the yid should be removed from the worldly matters, from business, from work, and so on. That union is faram by malachim. That's something that the malachim also have. In fact, the malachim have it on a much greater level than the yidden down here are able would ever be able to achieve, being removed from the world. So that's not the purpose of Torah. Nor beikir as gefinin Rather, the main point of Torah is when we find ourselves here in this lowly world. That we have to engage the non-Jewish world as well. We have to be involved with worldly matters. We even have a Yetzirah that we have to deal with. And in that context, the Yidin should be masters of their destiny and the world around them. That a yid should be rule over his own yitzhar and his own character. And also to be a, uh, to rule the world around him. That he is in charge and he runs the world according to his agenda. That the world around him should also be elevated and also be permeated with godliness. Which is, of course, the Abayda of Kol Masecha, that he mentioned before. 
the chlolus is does the uftu for matan Torah. In general, that is what matan Torah accomplished. When the Yisrin in the limit of Torah became a mitzvah, not matan Torah, and that is how the kima Torah mitzvahs, what was accomplished through matan Torah. What happened after Matan Torah, the way we fulfill mitzvahs, from the Ovis, over the type of Torah mitzvahs that the Ovis were able to fulfill before Matan Torah. So we know the difference, as is well known. And we know that the, the Ovis did, they fulfilled the entire Torah. But there, so then what is the accomplishment of Matan Torah? So we know that it is that Kima Torah Mitzvah the Ovis is given Nitzlo Peil Zayin Zichu Vavlius Agashmis That when the Ovis fulfilled their Torah Mitzvahs, it was not for the purpose of refining the world, the physical world, not Severin on Sazaim Yuchad Melakus, but rather it was their getting closer and becoming one with Hashem. Baloshen Chazal Ovis Einin Merkavin as the Chazal expressed that that the the Ovis are like a chariot, like a vehicle to Hashem, they had no, they were completely bottled to Hashem, they had no other agenda other than being the vehicle through which Hashem can express Himself. And as he says in Tanya, that their whole body, everything about them was completely removed, holy, sanctified and removed from Physical from the physical world, that they were merely a vehicle to express the will of Hashem. That is it. for their whole lives. That's what they did. So that's the type of Torah as they did. And that's why they were shepherds. Shepherds go out into the to the field somewhere away from people. And so that they were removed from people. That was their. That's what they wanted to be removed from people. That's why they chose that kind of an occupation. But then came Matan Torah, and Matan Torah gives us the ability to also elevate the world around us. Zion, when the far learned Rashi, and that's why Rashi says, as in the Dibur Avayev and the Avodah from Eden B'Shachas Matan Torah, that when Hashem was communicating with the Yidden in regards to Matan Torah, what the Yidden are going to be doing. Is First came Mamlechas Kayanim Rashi says that means Sarim. So Esh Nogdem Kum to Oich the Matzimam Verega from Goy Kaddish. First and foremost is you have to master the world around you. Then you can go to a higher level, which is to be removed from the world. The mit is Oich Muvan, but the Alter Rebbe Shulchan is Zogendik as that's why the Alter Rebbe in his Shulchan Aruch says. That that right after Hashkedish Meishu began to engage them in the matter of Kabbalah Satayra, bring to them Pasuk Bashlishi B'Shabes Amalehem. That on Tuesday he said to them, Beisivin Vatan Tiulim Amlechas Kainim. When the Vetev Akayi Kaddish is a Blois Meramis with Vgaimer Lahadgish Milgaimer. That's why the Alter Rebbe doesn't even quote the word Vgaim Kaddish. He only says Mamlechas Kainim. And he only alludes to, through a Vagaymer, to the word Vagay Kaddish. Why? Lahadgish, to emphasize Kanal, what we said before. As Va'atan Tilu and Lechas Kayanim is a Bazunda Sugan Dargin Aveda, that this is one level of Aveda. Mamlechas Kayanim is one thing. Un Vagay Kaddish is a Tzveta Darge, whereas Vagay Kaddish, that's already another Darge of Aveda. Abraham Shafagmar, it's a Friedike, but a continuation and a per- perfection of the earlier. 
Aveda of Mamlechus Kainim, which means the Mamlechus Kainim, of course, means the master the world around you, as Rashi explains it. And that that is the real purpose, that the main purpose of of Torah. The river is the Eshte Saskus. Therefore, what was the very first thing that Moshe Rabbeinu told them? The first message that he gave them, his how did he begin to engage them in regards to the Kabbalah Satayra? Given in them, was was on this message. You will be Mamlechas Kainim as the Ikimachubu Kabbalah Satayra, that the main purpose of Kabbalah Satayra is in the Ravayda from Atam Mamlechas Kainim, is in regards to being Mamlechas Kainim, which means Sarim, as Rashi says which means to master the world around you. That's the first and foremost, that's the main purpose of Torah. But then there is also a Darga of Goy Kodesh. Is the Goymer is only alluded to through the Goymer. So to them, and this is the Goymer, the Aveide, Fun, Mamlechas Kainim. That's something that you have to eventually reach. And that finishes Goymer, that completes the Aveide of Mamlechas Kainim, when a yid also gains, attains the level where he completely transcends the world and becomes a sanctified person, kind of cleaving to Hashem and so on. To sum up, there is skula, which is the, Hashem choosing the yidin for no other reason than because he decided to choose them. Then there is the two different types of avayda which are expressed in Mamlechas Kainim and Goy Kaddish. Mamlechus Kainim, mastering the world, Gai Kaddish, being removing yourself from the world. Ches. Alpizeh Yesh Levayr, the Shaykh is from Beis Sivan to Parshim Amidbar. Based on this, we can explain the connection between Beis Sivan and Parshim Amidbar. The Teichem from the Parsha is Minyan. What is contained in Parshim Amidbar? We have the counting, the census that was taken of Bnei Yisrael. In fact, the entire Sefer by Midbar is called the book, the Sefer of census, of counting. Specifically, in this Pasha, we have three different types of census. Betchilus has said that at the very beginning of the Sefer, about the counting of the whole Jewish uh, nation. Besides for the Levim, as the Pasuk says, however, the Shevet Levi should not count, and you should not count them amongst the rest of the population. Then Hashem counted the Shevet Levi separately. You shall count them from the age of one month old. And then at the very end of the Sedra, it talks about that from within the Shevet Levi you shall count the people of Kahas. From the age of 30 uh, years and on. They counted the ones that are fit for the Aveda of carrying, which from 30 years old. So one could say that the three types of accountings coincide with the three ideas that we just discussed about Skula and Kayanim and Gai Kaddish. Tell us, Rabbi, what is the 
test, the beer is it, to explain. A state in Shalad, the Shalad says, Adur den, was when not get sailed the Eden, and is a given a double shoot of minion. That through count, why did Hashem count the Eden so many times? Because by counting them, they became uh, what's called in Allah, a double shoot of minion, something that is acquired through counting. Like for a double shoot of minion, like bottle, that's something that is counted is not is not lost in a big mixture like for instance generally we say that if you have uh, something falls into something else a non-kosher thing falls into a kosher thing so if there's more of or 60 times as much the non-kosher thing is lost in the mixture but what happens if it's an egg eggs are 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 bought by the dozen in other words each egg is counted separately is bought separately it's not that you buy a pound you buy each one separately. So then, one egg is not lost amongst all the other counted things. Something that's counted is not lost. And through this, the Yidin also, by counting them, they, became, they become outstanding. They're not going to be lost in some other uh, situation where they're overwhelmed by much more than something else or whatever. This idea that a, a thing that is counted is not lost in a mixture, is not bottle, is nished in themselves, is not understood in the same way as there are other important things, things which are seen as important, and therefore they're not lost in the mixture amongst other things. But this is different. What is a balchai, For instance, an... Uh, a bug or a, a living thing that falls into a big pot of something. So a barrier, since it has its own importance as being a living thing, it's not lost in a the mixture. Therefore, even if it's a tiny thing, the whole thing becomes non-kosher. Thus, Darton, in the case of a, of a barrier or balchai, is the chshivas in the mzach kufa begoli. We can understand what makes it important, what makes the balchai important that it's a balchai that it's a living thing that's what makes it important and that's why it's not lost in the mixture it stands out in a very obvious way from the things around it but when we talk about a thing which is counted that it's not lost it's only because it's counted that's what makes it important the fact that it's counted the vistmezich, it's only through this counting, this counting that we become aware, as our hotach shivas, that it's something important. It's counted. And it's only because, in other words, it's not an obvious thing. There's nothing obvious about an egg, as opposed to an apple, that makes an egg more important. It's only that, since it's counted, that's what gives it importance. Its importance is not obvious in its own Existence. It's only because it's counted that's what confers importance on it. The inyan beruchnius is. What does this mean spiritually speaking? Minyan bavayist of the bechinah of an Eden in velcha bechetzenus and an Eden nisht oizgetel lechayr of nander omus. This idea that minyan counting gives it importance is understood in the situation of the Eden there is a level in Yidin in which they are not different than Goyim. We talked about the Eivishter choosing the Yidin, although to him the, the Yidin and the Goyim on that level are equal. And it's only because he chose them that they become important. So that the Dovashu Baminyan talks to that level. 
where it's not obvious that they're different, but they are different. Those was a very nice bottle, is mitzad them, was the Abish is Maina Aisam. The reason that they're not bottles is because Hashem counts them. That's how you know that they're important. When the far is the Indian in Minya, and that's why this idea of Minyan is similar to what we said amongst all the other nations, even though the other nations also count for something. Even though the whole world belongs to me, says Hashem, and I give importance to everything in the world. There are other nations alongside you too. Still, the Yidin are separated out because Hashem decided that that's how it should be. He chose that. And that's why they're not bottled to the other nations. This is brought out by the idea of counting that even though if you look at people, you wouldn't see the difference. Counting means because I counted you, because I chose you, that's why you're important. Only that makes their specialness um, recognized. As Rashi says at the beginning of our parasha, because the Yidin are dear to Hashem, that's why He counts them all the time. Or as He says in the beginning of parasha, to make us known, make it known that He loves them. That it has to be made known, because otherwise it wouldn't be obvious. If you look at any Yidin, you might think that they're the same. So in other words, the counting of the Yidin as a whole aligns with the idea of then comes as a continuation to this is the Pasuk Madgish You shouldn't count the, the Shevet of Levi amongst the other Yidin for Zeir meaning is forbidden nish nor midem was the midem was designen bottle because their counting is not only because they are not bottled because of their Hashem chose them and so on nor midvata hafkedes alaviim but rather you should appoint the Leviim loshem minus rara that they are made they are elevated and made into the important people. They are elevated in a, into a category unto themselves. Get them as a as a special category. The reason that they were counted from one month and on is because then they will they become the ones that guard the holiness. They are in charge of the holiness. Similar to what we say that they are uh, like the Mamlechas Kairim, Sarim, they become the masters. In addition to the fact that they are not, they like, like all other Yidin, they are chosen. But in addition to that, they also are given an elevated status like masters, like Sarim, like princes. Um, and, so, and that's what that is. Then comes the counting of Kahas, and then later in the next parasha, Gershon and Merari. 
was that they are they come to serve in the oil mayid. But Pasha Seinu Shreit the minion from Benekahas. In our Pasha it talks about the minion of Beneka uh, the uh, counting of Benekahas, but if Abunumit Avaidas Benekahas by Oil Maid Kedushakadoshim, which is the uh, Kahas was associated with the work in the Kedushakadoshim, they carried the holy utensils. Their meaning is Nishmitzadim clothes the Gitafkid from the Levian. Counting them was not in the same category as the rest of the Levian, the Sroda from Shemim Mishmeras Akadish, that they get an elevated status, that they are the, uh, the, the important people that are in charge of the holiness and so on. Nor Mitzad Malacha They were given a specific task, which is the work, to, the work in the Oyel Mayid, in the Beis Hamidosh itself. And that the Bnei Kaos specifically, distinct from uh, Gershon and Merari, they were the ones that carried the holy utensils, the ones that were holier than anything else. Which in general aligns with the idea of Goy Kodesh, that they were given a very, very holy task. Is the meaning for Bnei Kaos Lib Avedus Hakodesh Nesiyus Aaron that in our parsha the, is, is the Bnei Kaos are counted for the holy work to carry the Aaron Amukdush Bukulim the holiest of all the Ashleimer Azes is Oich Fabudin Ushayich Midem Bos Kainim Zainu Bnei for Bnei Kaos and this also is connected to the fact that the Kainim also come from the family of Kaos Aaron was a descendant of Kaos in other words that they carry the super holy um, status. When Yatsum Emenu Aaron Akayin Shul Kedush Kadoshim, that from Kahas came Aaron, which is the holiest of the holy. So the three types of countings that uh, that are found in our parsha align with Yisim Liskula, with Vamlechas Kainim Sarim, and with Goy Kadosh, the super sanctified Bnei Kahas. Yudalaf al derech vigeret frier, similar to what we said before, as the ikar hachanot matan teira is va'atem tiulam malachas kainim sarim, that the main hachanot matan teira is that we should be masters of the world around us. Al derech zezet men binyan anal. So also we see in this matter as the chiddush miyuchad from parsha b'midbar is minyan b'nei levi that the what's outstanding about parsha b'midbar is specifically the counting of b'nei levi as a whole. Not Bnei Kahos, but Bnei Levi. The meaning from Kolodos Bnei Yisrael is Nishkan Inyan Vazvet Nishchadosh and Ugetan Esh Nunun Zaseder. The counting of the Yidden as a as a whole, the whole Am Yisrael is nothing new at this point. It's not that the first time that it was done. The Shingivem Freer there was already census that were taken earlier. The Rashi Zoglaich as Rashi says as Kshiyotzim Mitzrayim Monam. As soon as they came out of Mitzrayim, they were already counted. Because they're beloved to Hashem, that's why it counts them all the time. It's something that went on earlier too. Here we're already at the third census of, of Bnei Yisrael as a whole. So Bnei Yisrael counting is not nothing new in our seder. Also, the counting of Bnei Kahas is Nishin Gansu Babunamid Parsha Bamidbar is actually not completely connected to Parsha Bamidbar. For Mchotchav Bnei Kahas and Oizgetelt 
in Zayir Aveda, because even though B'nai Kahas, who are counted in Bamidbar, and then is going to be Gersh and Marari in the next parasha, and it's true that Kahas are separate and different and holier, is of Zayir Seder Aminyam Abem Shleishon but the way on which they're counted, which is from the age of 30 and up, the Zelda Vibayala B'nai Levi. Same thing as by the other B'nai Levi. In other words, the ones that had to work, the ones that were going to be put into service in the Beis Hamikdash in the Mishkan, it started from the age of thirty, or for the, at least for the carrying of the kalim, or the, or the boards, the carrying of the Mishkan. And even the type of avodah which is the carrying is Faran The Bnei Gershon also carried. And when we say count B'nei Kahos, it's only the beginning of the rest of the count which goes on to B'nei Gershon and B'nei Merari. And the Sedr Shlach is in Nosei B'nei Gershon, Gamheim, that they also need to be counted as it says at the beginning of Nosei. Count also B'nei Gershon, meaning to say that B'nei Kahos the fact that they're counted in Mamidbar is only the beginning of the rest of that counting, which takes place also in Parsha Nasa in the next Parsha. The Chiddush and Indian Ami Yuchid in Parsha Bamidbar, what is outstanding, specific to Parsha Bamidbar, is the minyan for the Tafkit from Klola Shevet Levi, is the counting of the Shevet Levi as a whole. Does was the the fact that Hashem appointed the Leviim. That they should be replaced the Bechayrim, who were supposed to be the ones that were going to serve, and now they're going to replace the Bechayrim. The Eshter and Amphir of Nala Kinder, Lekeach Pni Shnaim Beyerusha, the Bechayr, which is the one that, uh, that takes double uh, in, in the inheritance, and they were going to replace that. So they are replacing the leaders amongst the Yidden, which is the Bechayr. The Bechayr is considered the leader. But in them, Alam is the Avedel Avayif and the Bechayr B'nai Yisrael. And so that this represents the, the firstborn, the Sar, the Sarim, and so on. But Kanal, the Iker Matorah from Matan Torah is Vatan Tilum and Lechus Kainim Sarim. Because as we said before, why is it outstanding that it's specific, specific to this parasha that it's the Levian that are being counted, the Sarim? the masters that are being counted, because as we said before, the main Indian of Matan Torah, the main purpose of Matan Torah is that the Yidin should be masters of the world around them. To rule over the worldly matters and to run things, that the whole world should become a place of for Hashem. And therefore, every single year, when, uh, single year, when these days are recounted, meaning we go back to them and we relive them, not as the past, but in the present. And that every year, therefore, is engaged in the preparation for Matan Torah, which is to become a master of the world around him. So that also brings, it leads to the literal translation of Amlechus Kayanim, that we should become a nation of Kayanim to be able to serve in the Beis Amigdash Ashlishi, that the Yidin become masters of everything in the world. 
and even that they that the Yidin are the ones that appoint the kings, meaning the angels above, or the whatever the kings of above are. If the Magid touched up Mamlechus Kainim, as the Magid explains Mamlechus Kainim, Menizoyche. So the Matzav for Malachim and Naichvus are the same in Ikesayich. We merit that the situation in which kings will be the ones that take care of our needs, and the, the uh, princes will be the ones that take care of your children, your nannies. Noch. Zayinik in Golos, and this will be even as we are still in Golos. And the great Tzitzim Akabbos and the Torah B'Simcha B'Pnimius, as we prepare to receive the Torah B'Simcha and B'Pnimius, and through them Oich to learn the Bekarim Mamish, and through this also to be able to learn very soon Torah Shal Mashiach, the Torah Mashiach was demolished with Zayin, the Hoya Vayilam Elchal Kol Oris, and then Hashem will be the King over the whole world. The Hoya Sel Hashem Amlucha, and Hashem will be the King. And he will become the master of the world.